2: East side in the afternoon of a turkey.
1: Exciting live hunts like this. Oh, I got that coming. (laughs)
0: Thank you for tuning in, and now for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter podcast. You are listening to episode number 468, part two of Turkey Talk with Walter Parrott, and I am your co-host and... the guy who has a lot of new toys.
1: (laughs) Unicoid done hooked you up. I'm your co-host and the guy who has thawed out temporarily. Temporarily.
0: What about your waiters?
1: Have they thawed out? No they're still standing up in the garage as if they're about to walk off. (laughs) (laughs) So went duck hunting here in Tennessee. It's I measured i think we have five inches of snow roundabout and very frigid temperatures for here like single digits even up in the day right now so but did go duck hunting right there at the front end of this breeze before all the water got solidly iced over and my waiters literally like i got out of them and they just stood there and looked at me like i was still in them so it, it is cold it is cold we're not we won't be hunting again for a while. I don't think it's gonna be too much ice. Yeah.
0: But uh, you killed a few ducks, though.
1: Yes, we finally had our we had our best day on Friday. So I am I'm not gonna say I'm glad I missed Unicoi, but at least we killed some ducks. So it made it you know a little easier that I did not make it to Unicoi. hmm But if we had zeroed you know for the 80th time this season, that would have. That would have been sad, but finally killed some ducks Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So it was a good weekend, kind of over now, but, you know, hey, finally got some ducks. The migration came and went in about a two-hour period, it looked like. So <laughs> it was just is a duck season that wasn't this year. So well, they stopped off here apparently between about 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, or, yeah, Sunday afternoon, and that was it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Hopefully, Louisianians are, are tearing them up now, but I don't know. Yeah. We
0: well, you tell me about have, you, Nikoi? You still have a few, what, a couple more weeks?
1: We've got to the 31st, so we've got a couple weeks, and it looks like we have a chance it will thaw around the 22nd or so around next monday or tuesday mm. so we should get a we'll probably hopefully get an additional you know seven or eight days of hunting but i mean we're not gonna be able to hunt till probably at least monday tuesday next week because it's gonna be so much ice and there's yeah. there's not gonna be any ducks here when everything's frozen like that so yeah, yeah. but it is what it is cool thank you yeah, lord is. that turkeys are not migratory so i'm oh. reminded of that this year no joke. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: but. all I can tell you about Unicoi is you missed another phenomenal
1: weekend. It
0: was yeah. I, just a, I have, a great show.
1: I haven't asked you yet. Did you get us any audio from Unicoi that we'll be able to share in the coming weeks? I think that I have
0: the ability to narrow down the <laughs> probably four no not four maybe three and a half hours of audio that i have i think i can whittle that down into a recap show that we can play maybe next week what do you think
1: yeah good
0: deal yeah we i have man (laughs) i went with nothing on my radar screen of picking up any kind of a call and oh yeah right i bought more calls this year than i think i've gotten it, not combined by any means but than i've ever bought a unicorn. i mean it just i have a box full of turkey calls that i bought now that's my box of turkey calls that's not <laughs> counting the four calls that i bought for other people yeah so i know
1: one of our patreon members hit you up for a, a turkey call
0: Yep. Yep. So I got one for him and he has already paid me. But you know, with a holiday <laughs> being yesterday and with everyone being snowed in or iced in today, that calls hanging out at my house a little longer than he probably wants it to. But yeah. That's good for me, bad for Bring him. Bring it to
1: Texas. Let's see if we can kill some turkeys with it before you give it to him.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> Which on that front, We have winners! Hey hey! If uh, if I can get the hen turkey to quit putting over here,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to play these calls for you guys next week on the show. These these are just some good stuff. But go ahead, tell me about our winners.
1: Well, we did the drawing last night. Went exactly as I pictured. (laughs) We had to redo the process like four times live on the internet. Oh, on the interwebs of the Facebook, and we did finally, I'll tell you what, it was easy to tell that we were not fabricating this drawing in any way, because we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have our winners. da yes. And yes. they have been notified, but we've got Del Gia, I assume that's how it's pronounced, and Jason Barnes are our two winners. For the texas turkey hunt we just raffled off in february yep so So
0: dale's from tennessee yes sir and then jason is a floridian florida so we'll be going in to to invade texas and see if we can bring back some rios
1: yeah 35 days we'll be hanging out with those guys in south texas doing some turkey hunting so congrats to them Thank you again to everybody who participated and bought yeah. raffle tickets. It was a massive success. We're still calculating the expenses because we, we did not have this hunt donated by any means. So we do have expenses that we have to pay. and But we will definitely be able to make a very sizable, in my estimation, sizable donation to both Turkeys for Tomorrow and the National Wild Turkey Federation. Yeah, and we're going to make
0: that donation before the trip the way cameron and i kind of look at that is you know if we end up on the the short side of the deal with expenses after we've made a donation to those two organizations then that's our donation
1: so yeah there you go yeah so anyway that's going to be awesome we are excited to have concluded that be looking in the future this went so well we may we may have to do this again
0: I say we do it once a month. (laughs) I'm joking.
1: (laughs) We'll get buds and we'll just start doing the every month turkey slam like he did. Yeah. Heck yeah. You know he's in. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we can keep up, but we'll try. Yeah. It'll be tough to hang on
0: and be a part of that. But yeah, I want to second what Cameron said. You know, it's just it's flattering that even one of you listening to this show would buy one ticket. For an opportunity to hunt with us. But for the results that we got, for the participation that we got from you guys, it really is mind-blowing and it's humbling that, you know, I'm I'm playing this off like you guys really want to hunt with us, and that, that it's not just the Rio hunt that brought you into it. And it's not just that, you know, we're making donations to TFT and to the NWTF that's drawing you into it. But we're humbled. We're, we truly are humbled. And, you know, thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for participating in this. It really means a lot. And, you know, we went out on a limb with this thing because it could have been a complete and total failure, but we didn't think that was going to be the case with the quality of listeners that we have. And so I'm really excited to be able to present checks to the NWTF and TFT from this. So,
1: Yeah. And then other announcements before we get into part two of Walter Parrott. We, I don't believe we were able to announce this last week because this kind of just happened. We had launched a store with Etsy. That has moved. So we're now shorting Etsy and we are long Shopify. So Etsy, don't know what's up with them. Not sure if they're anti-Hunter. Noah, we have no idea what happened there. But they shut down our store, and then when Andy reached out and asked kindly why, they said they could not disclose that, and they weren't going to answer any more questions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We will not do business with you then. So we've moved to Shopify, and we still have the same products, exact same products available through Shopify that we had on the other store. So everything, if you bought something, we're good. It's still being shipped to you. I think most everything that's been purchased has been shipped, and a lot of it's been delivered. But you're still good. But Andy's going to put a link to the podcast store in this episode to the new podcast store. That I think. is correct. That is correct. Do that?
0: <laughs> yes, I'll be doing that. And in last week's episode, the link in the show notes is to Shopify. It is not to Etsy. Good. But if you listen to the audio, we talk about Etsy in last week's show. And I'll be going back in time two weeks and changing the link in the show notes for that show to Shopify and not Etsy. But yeah. just, just know going forward, we are Shopify at some point in time. We will be hosting our own store on our own website. but. That is likely not going to happen until the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, good news is Etsy stock is down 3.5% today. Sweet. They are down 15.9% year to date. So obviously everyone sees that they took our store down. We appreciate y'all shorting that stock. Let's keep it going.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> that, now, that is not Cameron, the financial advisor, giving you advice. Definitely not. To short. Etsy that is just saying thank you for shorting them on the behalf of the Turkey Hunter podcast.
1: Well, I am is- sure that that was in the you know their last quarterly meeting when they brought up that the Turkey Hunter podcast was no longer listed on that store. I'm sure that that caused a mass sell off in the stock. You know, so there's no way it didn't. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, anyway, that little housekeeping there, and then. As far as Patreon members, we got any new Patreon members you want to shout out this week? I do, yeah. And thank you to all our Patreon members. I hope you all enjoyed the tip of the week last week with Walter Parrott, and you had the ability on there to comment questions this week for one of the interviews we just did with Jason Lapartis that will be airing anywhere from two to three weeks from now, but... We took questions from Patreon members, and they were able to submit those, and we were able to ask those of Jason. And we're going to do the same thing with our guests that we're interviewing tonight. So it's a pretty cool feature for our Patreon members that you get to ask questions of the guests we're having prior to us having them on.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's I like doing that, and you know, just what Cameron said last week. You guys are listening to the show, and sometimes you think, oh man, I would love for them to have asked. Blank. Yep. Well, this is your opportunity to do that. So jump in there and be a subscriber to Patreon and help support the Turkey Hunter podcast. So I am pulling up our list here. So Tommy Rampley, thank you. Anthony Ellis, thank you, sir. It was good to see Anthony at the show this past week. Good deal. We have Crimson Bow 117. I'm going by an email address. I'm going to say someone with the last name of DeSanto. Thank you. <laughs> Luke Green, thank you. Joe Drosdo, thank you. And we have let's see, I'm trying to not duplicate from last week, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I think Darren Howard is a new one as well so thank you guys a whole lot for being patreon subscribers and supporting the show and we look forward to bringing you guys a lot of really cool and unique content going forward so you never know what we have i mean you and i have a ton of hunt audio that never makes it on the show yes so there's gonna be a lot of benefits out there
1: patreon members
0: yeah a lot of it's A lot of this stuff's not listed, but, you know, things come to mind, and rather than commit ourselves to things, it's always nice just to drop some extra free surprise nuggets out there for our Patreon members, and I think there's going to be a lot of that going forward, so.
1: Yeah. Well, good deal. I guess now we ought to probably hop in here and talk to Walter Parrott part two, so another great part of this interview a lot more stories some question and answer and just a great interview with walter Parrott. i hope you guys enjoyed last week's and i think you're gonna enjoy this and then we we got quite the lineup of guests coming up in coming weeks so yeah we do highly suggest joining patreon so you can ask questions of our guests it it's nice having y'all participate and for those who are patreon members thank you for submitting questions because hey i like asking those of our guests it works out really well that way no doubt. So uh, guess we'll see you guys on the other side.
2: One thing that really made me nervous about doing shows and, and doing seminars and stuff is I was afraid that people would thought that I knew everything. Because I've been around I've been around people that know that are like that. Hunters. You know. Yeah. Have I been successful? Yeah. But I'm not gonna tell you I have been and I don't want you to think that I think I know everything because I don't. Because if I did, I'd walk out of the woods with one by his feet every time I went in there and I don't do that. And nobody else does either. Yeah. So, but
0: I, you know. Yeah, there, there's a lot to that. You know, there's a certain mentality that a killer has, and you know, I've said it on this show a bunch of times. There's two kind of people in this world. There's killers, and there's everybody else. And you know, a killer has a mentality of if, if I want to kill, I'm going to kill, and within the parameters of the law. I'm going to do everything I have to do to kill. If that means right. I have to go sit out there on that field, if that's where the turkey's going every single day, I don't yeah. care if he gobbles or not. I'm going to kill. That's right. That's You're right. You're right. But if you just want to go and hear one gobble, well, then the zoo probably has a lot of those in April. <laughs> <laughs> I went, and here's another time that I didn't get asked to go again. <laughs> I went with the guy a few times.
2: Here locally, and you know, I've moved to the south, and it's, it's different down here for me. I mean, you know, I, I don't go with a lot of people. Yeah, they all say, Well, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go. We well, no, they don't really want you to go, they just want to say that <laughs> it's not like where I come from. You <laughs> tell somebody we're going to do something, we're going to do it, you know. Yeah, but that is so this true. Guy, I, I, I knew this guy, you know, and, and done some business with him. And, and we went out to this certain spot, it was his friend's place, is what it was. And his friend's father in law went with us. So, this gentleman didn't go with us one time, and, and this friend of his, his father in law, killed a turkey with me, just him and I. And then, but this guy, he called all the time. He just, da, 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 man, I like that. And finally, about, like I said, the fourth or fifth time the second year, he's like, I just love to hear him gobble. I said, You know what you need to do? You need to get on YouTube. You can hear all the gobbling you want to hear. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just up over my head, you know. I mean, dude, you got you to gotta quit. <laughs> you know, that's just not, that's not, that's not going to work. It's not working. Yeah. You know, and for me as a hunter, that, that don't work all the time. Yeah. yeah. I might work on some two year olds early or something late, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, that's not a, that's not a good, uh, good deal. Not for me anyway. Some yeah. people can get away with
1: it, I guess, but, yeah.
2: but he never, uh, that was the end of the conversation. And I haven't been back. That's been about <laughs> five years ago, I guess, something like that, but it's all right.
1: You, you've you lost a few places to turkey hot huh, Walter. well you know sometimes <laughs> the truth hurts you know really does, yeah. it really
2: does it's... especially nowadays <laughs> people get offended easily yeah <laughs> no, they, they do, do. way worse way worse but you know i i don't know i just i like to go and and chase and and go you know and and you know you said running a gun a while ago i don't like to run a gun i call that running and scaring you know, I, I, that's that's to me, that's what it is. I don't know. I've never been very effective at that.
0: Well, oh, you know, I'm I'd good at scaring. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm excellent at scaring.
2: Make, <laughs> we used to make jokes about that. You know, it's your it's your turn to scare him. You know, we were filming, and stuff, trying to get close <laughs> enough or get closer. Whose turn is it to scare him? You know, or, and
1: well, so you know, what we do went, you what do you consider as running and gunning? Because you're not a blind type hunter. So what? What's your methodology then, I guess, or or how do you define run and gun?
2: Oh, I mean, guys, they just don't – they won't wait. They stop and call. and If something doesn't answer them, they go on, move on down, walking, walking, calling, calling, walking, you know, and just different things and just moving a lot and making, you know, yeah. making yourself way visible. You know, you, you a turkey can see 10 times better than you can. So how many of you think you've ever scared off, you know? Oh, there's Especially no in open wood. Yeah. Yeah, so – I mean, if you're in Turkey, sign and, and you know, if you're someplace you don't know or don't know where there's any turkey sign, at or know where there's any turkeys at, or you got good idea, or you wouldn't be there. There's some birds there, or you wouldn't you wouldn't waste your time going. Yeah. So I mean, are are you just asking me how would I start a hunt if I was going to hunt, or is that what you want to talk about, or you mean you ask running a gun? I just don't. I don't move a lot. I don't move. I don't move a lot because I can't see as well as turkeys can. I can't through my monoculars, but that's it. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about just going. 50 yards and stay or going someplace and sitting down, I move and go if things aren't going well, but
1: yeah. So if you show up, let's say, you know, with a large expansive area to hunt and nothing is heard on the roost, you're moving, I assume, or are you hanging there?
2: Well, it, it would probably depend on, well, at first, it depends on where I'm at and where. I, if it's flat ground, it's hilly ground, I want to get to the highest point I can first because I can hear better. And turkeys mm-hmm. one—that's what. Go, turkeys like to gobble off the ridge, up on ridges and stuff. A lot of them do. And there's obviously some down around the edge of the field, too, if there's hands there. But a turkey wants to be heard, and he wants to be seen, you know, because that's, that's part of his ritual, that spring ritual. Mm-hmm. I want to get up to where I can hear. Now, if I go someplace new, I want, to be, I want to try to get someplace high. First thing I'm going to do is look at my compass see where the sun's going to come up.
1: You know? mm-hmm.
2: Now, I don't know if that makes any difference, you guys, if you think about that. But I learned that a long time ago when we was filming and hunting. You never sit in the sun. You don't want to set with the sun in your eyes.
0: Right.
2: It's like it's yeah. like a it's like a gunfight, you know? It's like Matt Dillon. <laughs> you know, they they fight that's why they have a gunfight at high noon. They want the True. sun straight up. They don't want to anybody's eyes.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's what, you know, you need turkey hunters need to think about that. Mm. I'd rather ease into someplace. If I get someplace and there's this old rope, say there's an old rope, say we're going someplace, or obviously somebody's gonna know something about it. If I'm going with you, I'm gonna ask you a few questions before we get there, you know. Yeah. Where you, what's the turkey's been doing? What have you done? You know, where have you been, where you've been setting up and, you know, where's sun come up and blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, try to figure it out because the, what I want to do is I want to be part of his spring without him knowing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to be part of his spring ritual without him knowing it. And beton- And if he ever figures it, it will probably be too late before he figures it out. Yeah. I just want to be a part of it. I don't want to run in there and blow every call I got and scratch on everything I got running and gunning because if they've heard it before they ain't going to they're not and if he, you know if he's hand up and he's walking around behind the hands drumming and drumming he don't care nothing about you he might give you a courtesy gobble he might not but you know i'd rather ease in some place and spend some time with them and try to figure out what's going on you know until i think that i've i've run my chances there mm-hmm. and if there's a place they're if there is a place they are hand up i'll go someplace else you know i don't waste all my time i wish i don't hardly go anywhere less you know, I, I, if I when I sit down, I'll sit down for at least an hour, mm-hmm. at least an hour. I'm not moving if it's someplace that I want to sit down. And I, if I'm just walking the road, I'm looking for sign and stuff. And someplace I've never been, you know, I know I'm just all, I'm all over the place talking about all this, but there's just a lot of different things, you know, that make you do, you know, do what you do. If I, we're yeah. walking along there, we had not heard anything at daylight and we're easing up and on top of this ridge. There's a bunch of fish scratching there. We're going to sit down. There's turkeys here somewhere. And they're close. Yeah. Even soul scratch. I'm going to sit down. We'll sit down there. Let's sit down here and I'll scratch a few calls out, about every 15 minutes or something. Sound like a couple different hens. See if we get an answer. We don't get an answer. Get up. Move on. Mm Sit there for an hour. You know, just rule of thumb and just listen, you know, because a lot of times you hear a turkey gobble off in the distance, even when you're not calling something that's not, you know, not not gobbling. It's you. Just gobbling.
1: Yeah. I feel like I've had that happen a lot where – just by sitting down on a nice high point or something and just hanging out for a little while, all of a sudden you hear one and it's like, if I had been moving, I would have never heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Or what, you know, and if you call, you think about this. You walk if you're calling, you're walking down this logging road, you're squawking, you're calling, you're calling, you're calling. And in the, and how many times have you walking down that road after you call and look up there and there's a Turkey in the road Yeah. and he's gone, you just blew an opportunity. If you have been sitting down, if you'd sat down there, pick you out a tree and pick out someplace before you call. I always pick out a spot that I'm going to set. I always look at it. I always look around. I look, I mean, I look, I look which side of the road I'm going to be on or where I'm going to be. Or if I'm on just on a ridge or if I'm in the woods, I look at a tree that I, and I look and I so I can see. I, I pick a spot that I can see, you know, someplace I can see if I'm on a ridge, I can see both sides of the ridge. Yeah. And I, I, if I hear something gobble. I'll sit down there. I look, I literally find a tree before I call. Just sit down because I've had them gobble right back to me and be right yeah. there, you know. And you got to get down. You've been there. Oh, yeah. So I've even walked out. This friend of mine up the road here, we walking on his place, and I stopped, took my saw out, and saw a little sapling down. And he looked at me. I said, might, we, need, we might need to sit there one day <laughs> right there. That's he right. He just looked at me. Because turkeys had gobbled off in this area, you know. I knew that because I'd heard them. So, but I'm just planning ahead for that. But, you know, and and another thing, you know, when you're sitting there, we're just talking about walking along and sitting down. We sit down there and I call. I've had turkeys wake me up, strutting and drumming (laughs) and gobbling at me. And, and you know, and and other times, turkey gobble at me, looking for me. Yeah. But here's something that you can take to the bank. He can hear you call to him farther and you can hear him gobble back to you oh yeah no doubt there's no there's no doubt in my mind proof seen it on video yeah done it Looked through binoculars and it's just so if you're sitting there and you you call to him and you can't hear him gobble back to you and then look you know if you sit there an hour that's gonna give him time to come to you yeah and a lot of times it, it, and if he wants to come in he's
0: gonna be there shortly you know that but yeah if they have a mind to come to you 800 yards a half mile is nothing. And put his and stick walk right up to you and stick his head in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to
2: because he knows where you're at.
0: There's no yeah. doubt. It's
2: he it knows still, where you're after at.
0: After <laughs> thirty some odd years, it still blows my
1: mind. It is. It is unbelievable how good they are at that. I, you oh. know, it'd almost be an interesting test, like to take a human and make a call from a tree and see how close they could get to it. So don't, don't don't use me in the might, test yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> might get on the same ridge and you might not I don't know you know it just if you just thought about it you might get on the same ridge but a lot of people don't even you know that's one thing is enjoyable that, that talking to turkey hunters about stuff like that because they know that stuff you know you guys knew that stuff and you said you hunted 30 years well I've hunted over 50 so how many mistakes you think I've made i mm-hmm. i've made a, a lot of two. and i tell i tell people that i said look the stuff that I tell you is for me, making mistakes, yeah. I'm going to try to shorten your learning curve and don't get me wrong. I enjoyed every bit of it and kicked myself. Well, you idiot. Why'd you do that? Or, you know, but stuff like, you know, just stuff that you learn yeah. by mistakes, by mistakes and being in the woods. And I'm just lucky enough that I got to go, you know, and even on those rainy days and rainy days are field days, there's no doubt about it. If there's an open area, if it's raining, Turkey's going to be in the field. It's just no, you can just. You can bet your money on that.
1: Yeah, take it to the bank.
2: Yep. But you know.
1: Yeah. How how often I mean, I don't know what how this question will come across, like I don't know how the answer really would be, but you sit down for an hour on fresh scratching, something like that. I mean, pretty often or at least often enough with calling and stuff, have you had turkeys slip in on you silent? Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Hear him walking in the leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And here's and then, something, here's something that, I, you know, the, <laughs> I'll tell you this one, you know, being going around the contest and being around callers and stuff. and I've heard guys say, well, back in the, you know, back in the day, they'd say, well, you know, when I sit down on the ridge, I want to sit down to where the lip of that thing is in gun range. When he walks up, he's in gun range of me. Well, what happens if the leaves are wet? What happens if he comes around the side and you're not pointing that way? you've lost your opportunity and i thought i'm just standing there listening i'm thinking and i don't that's that's i don't know about all that i've not had that work you know (laughs) i've had that mess up on me a couple times so i'd rather back up a little bit give myself a little bit of room to work if i can you know back yourself up a little bit to where if you get back there you can see him and if you need to move your gun a little bit you got some trees and stuff to work with to where you can move slightly if you need to a lot of times it doesn't take much movement to get your gun on him, you know. But to me that's just and people are set on the edge of the seat and these guys would talk about this or they done that or and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this stuff this is bad. You <laughs> got and they're on the edge of their seat going because they'd never go they'd never walk up to him and say, That's that's BS you know <laughs> because they're legends. <laughs> or they're they're the professional, you know, but yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Now not a lot. You know, but some, I've heard some, and just just tell stuff that, (laughs) I'm like, gosh, dang, how can you look them straight in the eye and tell them that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they are turkey hunters, so they they may be just trying to to save some turkeys for themselves. (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) I I
2: don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know, but but they're just saying it because nobody will will call them on it. And those people in the audience are going, ooh, you know. (laughs) Writing it <laughs> down. Oh, man, yeah, taking notes. Yeah, just, you know, like, oh, boy, okay. Man, I don't know if I'm cut out for this or not. <laughs> but, oh, Lord. But, yeah, I, you know, I like to back off and sit, you know, where I've got a chance to take
0: advantage of the situation, you know?
1: Yeah. But, that's that's good advice right there. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt.
0: Yeah, I used to have, and notice I said used to have, this personal rule when it came to turkey hunting and this and i came up with this because i'd screwed up so many times by not doing it but the rule was when my butt touches the ground it does not move for 60 minutes minimum and i
2: think that's a good rule
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I tell you yeah. what
2: <laughs> you will both have the same
0: rule <laughs> it worked yeah it worked a lot of times now granted if I sit down and call and that, you know, if I'm in pursuit of a turkey and he's gobbling going away from me. Right. Better than a courtesy call. Right. And I I sit down and and I think, yeah, and I sit down and I think, okay, he's going to come to me and I call and he's still going the other way. No, Uh, that rule's going to be put aside for a little bit. And and I'll tell you
2: what, from experience and bad experience, a lot of times what that turkey's doing is he's going to a certain spot. Bingo. Yeah. He's going to a spot where he's gobbled up hens or he's met hens before. And what I do with a turkey like that, I'm just like you. I'm going to follow him, but I'm going to use my crow call. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to use something if I lose track of him because I want to stay, I want to keep track of him. I don't want to hound him with it and mess with him to where he won't gobble back at me, but, and I'll stand there and lean against the tree till I hear him. You know, I don't care. I don't care what time it is. I don't care what's going on because I've got my lunch with me
1: and I yeah. got water
2: with me. And I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving until I know this is over one way or the other, you know, just because I love it, not because I have to do it. I have to have it. I have to get her done, as they say, which (laughs) just about chokes me. But, you know, and I'll just stay with him. And But I like to use my – I'll use a crow call, and hopefully he'll answer it. I'll take one all the time. But if I can stay with him, and then he'll stop. Seems like they – seems like that they'll stop, you know, eventually, and he'll set up camp start gobbling yeah whether it's in the field the edge of the field or on the you know point of a ridge or whatever it is and if you can get up there with him you know it seems like i could you know you can make better work of it but yes you're exactly right you're exactly right there's no use to sit there if he's leaving you exactly yeah unless now unless and and here's something else that people don't think about a lot of hunters don't you guys probably do but when they hear a turkey gobble they they just like yeah he's right here he's going there he's doing and it's just like he's the only one in the woods. Just because he's the only one that gobbled doesn't mean he's the only gobbler in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they will hunt him like he is, you know? If there's a yeah. good fresh sign there, there may be a way better turkey than him there, easing around there with three or four or five hens. And you sit up there and go to call him just a little bit and call him soft around there a little bit. And next thing you know, you hear him, you hear footsteps and then you hear him drumming. Yeah. You know, and then and he's here. His hens will come up there scratching up there and, you know, you'll be in business, but, and, you know, there's just a lot of different scenarios, but if that, if that bird's leaving you, yes, you, you're exactly right, you need to go with him, but I don't turkey call to him if I can keep from it. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to, I want to, I want to get, I want to do it with
0: a locator call of some sort. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, good you're, point.
2: you're dead on because he that. won't, come, he won't come to that, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I recall Cameron met me in a different state halfway around the halfway across the country one morning. And he drove up, got there at like three o'clock in the morning, slept for about 30 minutes, <laughs> got out of his car. <laughs> I, I dropped some pins on some turkeys that I'd already killed in this state, but my buddies that were with mm-hmm. me had not. And so my goal was to get them a turkey. And we right. hunted we hunted this particular piece of property the morning before Cameron came up. And these guys, after we climbed to the top of the, I'm going to call it a mountain, but it was a hill. It by, felt like a mountain. <laughs> yeah. But by, by 90% of the standards of, well, maybe 70% of the standards of, of most people listening to this show, it was a hill. <laughs> so after we climbed up to the top of this mountain, as my buddies called it, and the turkeys were gobbling, there were two Two birds in their goblin and, and they just were not playing nice. And they my buddies told me when we got ready to leave that morning, they said, I'm not coming back here. Where else can we go? <laughs> so I happened to know somebody in his mid-20s who doesn't mind chasing turkeys and is a very capable <laughs> turkey hunter. So I said, Cameron, go hunt here. There here's where one bird was roosted, here's where the other bird was roosted, and here's where they went. And Cameron, how far, you got on the one bird that was gobbling real good, and you you just stayed behind him, but he was going to a spot.
1: How far away
0: was that spot?
1: Oh, my gosh. It was, here, I can pull it up and measure it. And, I mean, this is on (laughs) fumes at this point because, I mean, I got off work. It was the last two days of that state season, and I got off work on Friday at 5 o'clock. I put my camo on at the office <laughs> <laughs> and drove twelve and a half hours up <laughs> there for their last two days and immediate like the parking area your first step out of the vehicle your foot is equal with yes. your eyes. Yes. <laughs> like like could not be more directly up. And so <laughs> from where I started on this turkey As a crow flies, so a straight line, and as y'all know, we did not travel in a straight line. He was 1.1 and a half miles in a straight line to where I killed him. And he finally, it was, I thought the first mountain out of the car was tough, but that was nothing for this turkey. He knew where the bigger mountain was to get on top (laughs) of Got us. Yeah. (laughs) It it was about a... Mm. I don't know. It's a, I'm looking at it right now. It's about a 500 foot elevation change in the equivalent of like a hundred yards. Oh my gosh. Mm. So, I mean, sheer cliff. Like when I shot him up the hill, cause I called him back up over to the top and he peeked yeah. out and shot him. I mean, he came rolling past me like a scud missile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, chasing back down the mountain.
2: <laughs> so, so you were you were holding saplings when you were climbing, weren't you? Oh yeah, and then grab another, yeah. Trying yeah,
1: to, about and that's yeah. what finally Grabbing got him. Sapling. I could tell he sounded further because that hill was so straight up and down. He was right. on the back side of it, exactly. gobbling, and I thought, man, <laughs> he's he, you know he's hundreds of yards off. And then I noticed he was gobbling every time I would kind of fall in the leaves yeah and i was like i think he's right up there i think it just sounds like he's a mile off because there's a wall between us and he thought she was a turkey coming when he heard those leaves uh-huh. rattling yeah and he was hearing the leaves yeah. and finally i just kind of stood there for a second and then he drummed over he'd gotten up top again and i was like holy crap he's not far <laughs> Yeah. and that was that but yeah and then yeah. i went and met up with andy and his buddies you know Thirteen hours from home, and I swung by there with the turkey, showed it to him and I was like, "Well, boys, uh, I guess I'm headed home." I was, home. They, were, they, they said, "Thanks for swinging by." Uh-huh. Good to see you. See you next season. <laughs>
0: and
1: I made it. Yeah. I made it about nine hours on the way. home. I was still four hours from the house when I finally, I was like, "I can't, I can't go anymore. I got to pull off and sleep somewhere." That adrenaline finally wore off, huh? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, finally did. It was yeah. too much. I, to your point, Walter, you know, you just, we don't know where that spot is that that bird wants to be, where he has called in hens before, where he's strutted, where, you know, where he just goes and spends the day in loaves or drums all day long or whatever it is. We don't know where that is. And I would say 99 times out of 100, there's nothing we're going to do to ever turn that turkey. He's going. Oh yeah, he's going. He's going to go. I've tried yeah. to turn him. I- I'm with you. I'm right with you on
2: that. I've tried to turn him yeah. many, many times, and I just, you know, just, just like you said, just like Cameron did. You know, you fall in behind him, and you go. Yeah. And he stops, and once he sets up, and he gobbles yeah. in that same spot several times. You know, he stops
0: moving, then you know he's found he's to the spot he's going.
1: And yeah,
0: I know that if somebody by the name of Walter Parrott cannot turn one. He cannot be turned. And I know I stand zero chance, not even 1% <laughs> chance, but zero it, chance of it, it turning does that turn.
2: It does not matter who you are. If he does not want to turn, you're not going to turn him. Yeah. Now, they yeah. can just
0: tell you what they want to tell you, and
2: it doesn't matter what your name is or who you are. If he doesn't want to come to you, he's not going to come to you. And, then, yeah. you know, I, like the guy I was telling you about, and maybe you can cut some of that stuff out where I t- probably made some people mad, but – You know, the guy that liked to call so much, he said, man, I thought, and I've heard this a lot of times, man, I thought you'd call more. And I'm like, why? You know, I'm hunting. I'm not calling. I'm not calling for judges.
1: Right. And
2: and he's like, "Well, if I call as good as you can, and I don't like to say this because it sounds like I'm blowing to harm He goes, this is literally what he said. If I call as good as you call, he said, I'd kill every one of them. And I said, no, you wouldn't. Mm -mm. Because they won't let you. Yeah. (laughs) They will not let you. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) you're in for a rude awakening if that's the way you think (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because they won't let you. They just won't. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think a a mediocre caller who knows when to call will kill significantly more turkeys than an expert caller who doesn't know when to call.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me tell you, just because guys have won turkey calling contests doesn't mean they're turkey hunters.
1: Yeah. They're good callers.
2: So don't put your eggs in that basket, all of them, because that's just not, you know, and you're exactly right. You're exactly right, guys. That are smart enough to be patient. And there was another old saying in the old timers used, used to say is, if you don't call well, don't call often. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. Like I'm that. not far calling. You know, calling often unless he wants me to. If I have to, and it's showing me that I have to, then that's a different story. But 99.9% of the time, that's not true. You don't yeah. have to call. You know, you don't have to call that much. Um, talking about guys. And changing calls is a different, you know, is another deal. This guy, this friend of mine lives in Missouri. He'd just get off work. He worked at a glass plant. <clears throat> he'd get off about 7 o'clock, and he'd drive for an hour. And he drove to the forest, and he, this guy was parked, where he was going to park at the road to walk in. And mm-hmm. he got out of his truck, and he said, here the turkey gobble. And he said, he started walking toward him, and he said, here this guy comes, walking back. He gets up <laughs> there about 50, 60 yards, and here comes this guy. And he's standing there and he said, pointed over and he goes, yeah, he said, have at him. He said, I'm going to work. I'm done with that fool. He walks right in there. you up to him three times, different sentiment call, obviously. you up to him three times, killed him. He said, I can still hear the guy driving off on the gravel." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He, so it just, you know, he just eased in there and sat down and he may have got closer. I don't know where the guy was sitting. You know, who knows how close the guy got?
1: Yeah. That's a,
2: you know, that's another thing guys talk about. I've heard guys say, well, I got within 50 yards. of him." well, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that. I used to go, when I was younger, I would go over to the park, the state park there in Missouri. A buddy of mine and I would, and that's how we learned how close we could get to them. We'd go over there before season, no leaves on the tree, walk in there, and see how close we could get before we'd scare them. Mm. And then you could tell how what the distance was. Now, when the leaves are out or, and are full, He's going to fool you. You're going to think he's farther away than he is. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's better off. You're better off to get in where you can hear him well and pick a good spot, a good killing spot where you can see what you want to see and sit down there and try him. Well, if you're yeah. too far away, you can always move up. But if you're too close and you bump him, you, you run your opportunity. Yep. So just, you know, do a little safety, do yourself a favor. And if he wants to come, he's coming. You know that. <laughs> If he was to come and he don't get a better offer, he's coming, yeah, yeah
0: yeah, but, yeah. That, that's so true. and you know you you did mention different caller who really good chances using a completely different call, and a lot of times, you know i I think, and I noticed this about myself too, like late season, I get in the habit of running the same three, four calls, right, doing the same two or three, four calling sequences. And if I'm hunting the same pieces of property, well, how many times have those birds heard all that? Yeah. So, you know, if we yeah. can mix things up. Uh, we really do stand a much better chance of, uh, being successful.
2: Well, and you, and you know, now that you brought up calling, a lot of times, and when I'm by myself, I would generally use a friction call first. And mm. the reason being, because I can hear the response a lot better.
0: Yeah, because
2: you know when you, you got you got that mouth call in your mouth and you you know you're working your jaw and you do and yeah you can hear and, and pretty much tell what's going on but I'd rather just you know do something on the friction call and and
0: yeah yeah get,
2: if I get a response if I have to to start with and then then I'm gonna mix my mouth call in there he's yeah. never gonna hear one turkey from me you know he's always gonna hear at least two or three you know my buddy calls it flock calling. This younger guy, <laughs> I never thought about it that before, but I just, you know, but I always, you know, a turkey's a social bird. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you have to do that. You can make one putt and call him up. Right. <laughs> I, I, we were in South Georgia one time and these roads, when these planted pines and I was with a fellow that, and he had farmed, he farmed every day and he only had so long to hunt. He was younger than me. and We're coming down the road and there's a gate, one of those metal panel gates going across the road at the end, going to the next property. And I see something behind it, and we're standing on the edge of the road. And I said, hey. And he said, I said, get over here. Before it got on our side of the gate, I got a, we got on the ditch, and he crossed, and I looked at my binoculars long beard. Here he's coming right up the road, trotting, trotting right up this road, right to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We're standing off the side, and I don't even have a call in my mouth. He gets up there to us. I mean, he's up, he's 20 yards, and we done heard his other turkey gobble. And I'm, I squeak with my mouth. Just like that, he stopped, these brakes on, raised up, boom, and he killed him. <laughs> and I said, hey, How's that for having a bunch of calls in your pocket, you know? <laughs> I said, Well this other turkey goes, Oh, the one we've listened to. I said, We'll save him from Drew. He said, Oh oh hell no. He said, Let's just go kill him too, because you can kill three in Georgia in one shot if you want. Or used to yeah, be able to-, used to, yeah. I thought, Well you I said, Well, you selfish son of a gun, you're not even gonna let the boy Honey, when he gets off school, he's only nine, you know. (laughs) Oh, let's just go kill him too. Well, we did. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's That's horrible. But there was a lot of turkeys there. There was a lot of turkeys there then, you know, a lot of birds. But
1: (laughs) that's hilarious.
2: That that same old place. His daddy was. His daddy's such a nice guy, and he he's gotten older. And I used to love to go down there with him. He. I'll tell, you no, I'll tell you another story. I guess I got another story. But anyway, Hello? Jerry White. Jerry White makes box calls, custom box calls. I don't know if you've ever heard of him or not. Dad's calls. Okay. And he made he, he made some screaming calls. He used to make some screaming calls. I don't know what how much he's doing now. His grandson's making them. But I'd go to the NWTF. I'll back it up even farther than that. The first time I met him at the NWTF. And I met him in the – we were walking down – to Go judge the friction stuff. They had the friction competition, but for like we had to go down at like six o'clock in the morning and go in there and run the calls and, and you know, you'd score them and all that. He said, Hey, I got a I got a table over here. He's a great big man. He's 300 pounds, probably. Big man. He goes, I make some box calls. He said, I want you to come over and take a look at him. I said, Okay. So he told me where he's at, just right to the point, pretty gruff, you know. And so I couldn't go that day. I went over there late. I said, Man, I'm sorry. I couldn't get over here. I said, I'll be back tomorrow. And he said, I can't even tell you what he said on the phone, on the radio. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was, it was just me and him. And then the little lady that worked for him was over there. She would have crawled on the table. And I'm standing there grinning like a mule eating briars, you know. I said, I like you. You know, he's pretty, he's pretty old construction guy. And I said, We're going to get along fine. He said, I don't care if you ever come back, blah, blah, blah. And I turned around <laughs> and laughed. And I, so I went back over there and, and he had some, he had box calls and I'm like a kid in a candy store. I got to touch every one of them in there. You know, I got to find what I'm looking for. Yep. And I did. He let me have it. He gave it to me. And, and then he told me one time, he said, I don't know how many of these things you've sold for me. But anyway, I'd get a call from him every year, but you got to be invited to go dove hunting in South Georgia. You have to have an invitation and somebody's got to bring you to the dove hunt. That's how serious it is. Yeah. So. He said, come on down, go dove hunt. We're going to go over here at this place. And I said, okay. So I did. We went over there and he took me down to this dove hunt and he points over to this gentleman's name's Cotton Bennett. And he says, he talks real gruff. He said, you see the old man over there? And I said, yeah. He said, he's got more turkeys than God. I said, really? He said, yeah, he helped transplant him, get him in here, blah, blah, blah. He said, but he won't let nobody hunt. So he walks over to us and he introduced me. He said, yeah. He said, "I understand you can do a little video." And I said, "Yes, sir, I do." I said, "Doing some stuff with Bass Pro." He said, "Oh, that's good." So we went dove hunting and come back. You know, we have a, they have a big lunch. Went dove hunting and come back, and he's come back over there and we talked a little bit more. And he goes, "Hey," he said, "Anytime you want to come turkey hunting?" He said, "Come on down." I said, <laughs> "I said okay, I'll bear that in mind." And I rode over there with Jerry. Oh, you talk about <laughs> you ain't going over without me, blah blah. <laughs> so that started a relationship with Cotton and I. And we. For several years i hunted there you know until his turkey population got bad and, and but that was a bunch of years and we did a, several bass pro shop hunts there and, and uh we'd go down there and he'd just roll out the carpet it was it was great but uh it's pretty funny jerry was awful mad about that that's awesome <laughs> that's
1: awesome wow. yeah, that's pretty neat that was it true at first did he have a bunch of turkeys oh yeah he had them yeah mm. he had them we, we we did we did
2: good we always got our shows done, and and, uh, and I'd stay and hunt with them, and I met a guy I'd come over there that was a professional bass fisherman, and he, and he quit to go into business, but I can't think of his name now. He lived uh, in Albany, and uh, they have those shore shore bass down there. It's like between a smallmouth and a largemouth, and I always wanted to catch one, shore bass, I'm sorry, and I'd heard all about them, and, and uh, this guy goes, oh, we'll go, so I went with him, and. We caught a few and didn't do that great, but he got, he was just getting in the turkey hunt. So he did some things that wasn't on the up and up. And he goes, ah, these things are easy to kill, blah, 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 you know, was talking (laughs) about. I said, well, okay, yeah, well, there's a little more to it than that. But so the next year he, he didn't do any of that. And he went out there and he, uh, he didn't do any good. And he (laughs) was, boy, he was poor mouthing, you know, so it's like, I just texted myself, yeah, we killed another one. Then I would never do this. You know, I don't do, I never do that because I would take my shoe off and put my foot in my mouth if I ever bragged about anything, never at a contest or never about killing a turkey or anything because I always had bad luck if I ever run my mouth about it, you know? Same way. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I I would just, I thought, okay, you started this crap. So, and I, I'd send pictures, you know, and then the guy's daughter killed one. I said, it's, it's, they're easy. They're giving it up so easy down here. I said, we're even taking the kids out of school, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> just you know, and then I showed him one with the plate. We had a cookout, and they cooked. And I said, "This is what they look like when they're fried." You know, <laughs> the breasts <laughs> on there. Yeah, you know, and I never heard from him again. But it was just. <laughs> but the first year he did real well, and then the second year got bad. It was funny. He yeah. quit turkey yeah. altogether. Left all his stuff. and wouldn't go back. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a, just yeah. all good fun, you know. Absolutely. If you're not having, if you're not having fun, you should you. You're
1: not going. Why well, would you?
2: Yeah, no doubt.
1: You mentioned cotton, you know, kind of asked you if you filmed or, you know, kind of lead in and then allowed you to come hunt. Did did you have pretty good success in those years with saying you were filming hunts and getting permission? You think that kinda helped? It possibly did. And you know, you that was another thing, you know, when you went you had a camera that could
2: get you in a lot of places that <clears throat> you know people wouldn't normally get into. And and that may have been it, but, you know, I, I hope that he liked me when he first met me, you know, <laughs> and I'd like to think that, but, but yeah, I mean, he was aware that we, you know, we did some videoing and, uh, like I said, but, uh, and it probably did. It probably did. Yeah. He was proud of the birds that he had, and, you know, and he worked hard to, to take care of them.
1: Right. And, yeah. Uh, he, absolutely uh,
2: it was always fun. And, and he just, I mean, he rolled a red carpet out and, and his dad's place over there he his dad had passed away and his son was living in the house while he was building his and he had like a, a big garage there and he he uh took that place and turned it into a place for us to stay and eat and big screen tvs and just you know just it's just unbelievable how how nice a gentleman he was and just just a great old guy just you know wore a khaki yeah. outfit you know a suit you wouldn't even know that you know he wasn't trying to impress nobody about nothing, you know, yeah. he was just, just who he was. And we, I lost my crow call down there one time <clears throat> I'd been hunting there and, uh, we'd been giving chase and I had a crow call there that I, it was made of two parts. Harold Knight had a, had a wooden barrel on his desk years and years ago. And I, and I got it from him. I asked him about, I said, what are you going to do with that? Ah, oh, nothing, just laying there. Just had it, you know, I said, can I have that? Yep. So I put it in, into my crow call and I had some guts. And it was a hunter specialist guts call. And that thing, I've had it forever, you know, and it just, it's just unbelievable. And it fell out of my pocket, my vest pocket. And Cotton asked me where I was at. I said, he said, what are you looking for? And I said, man, I lost my crow call. He said, where was you hunting at? And that old joker went down there and found that thing. Wow. He wasn't even with me. I just told him where I was at. I mean, so that's how well he knew his woods, you know. (laughs) But he had a big place. But, but just, you know heck of a guy but that's pretty cool i
1: asked you that oh yeah i asked you that because uh this past year i was out of state hunting and this guy had three big gobblers on his property and i went and knocked on his door and like the first question he asked me was, like are you filming for a tv show or something and i stupidly said no i should have said absolutely but then he was like, well, I don't know. You know, he's like, there were some guys that they were filming a show here. I was, I let them hunt, but you're not. Fit. And I was like, oh, crap, I just blew this. Anyway, we, <laughs> we didn't get permission. But, like, it was so obvious. It's like if I had said that we were filming this, even if it had been on my iPhone, we would have been yeah. in like Flint. Like he wanted guys filming there for some reason. I don't know. But maybe um. the.
0: Maybe the best approach is to say, well, I am not, but my buddy in the truck over there is. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, oh, yeah. oh, sorry, you misunderstood me, do sir. Do you
0: want me to film or, or not? Do you want me to not film and want him to film, or do you want him to not film and not want me to film either?
1: Yeah.
0: Because we make it work no matter how you want it done.
1: <laughs> sir, and what's you know, the correct sir?
0: answer? <laughs> yeah, what do I need to tell you to get the hunt? Just <laughs> spell it
2: yeah. out for me here. What That's... do I need to say?
1: It, no whichever doubt. one means i get to hunt those turkeys in that field that's the answer i'll film them if you <laughs> want me to <laughs> yeah yeah oh uh, i'll yeah. even paint them it doesn't yeah. matter yeah Yeah. whatever you want whatever you want at this moment i've had it, i'd have had i i've had it not work that well before too. go bad both
2: ways on that so, yeah you know sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't but yeah i understand I understand. Back in the day, there was there was a lot of people who would like would have liked to have been filmed back in the day when they were making a lot of videos and yeah. you know, CDs and all that stuff and TV stuff. And it doesn't seem to be quite like that now. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. mostly just YouTube stuff now, I guess. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Well, good deal. Well, I think we've kept you about an hour and a half or so on this thing, a little over. But I've really enjoyed this. Uh, I appreciate you taking time to talk with us and come on the show for the first time. I hope it's not the last time we get you on.
2: No, I'd like, I'd I'd like to do it again. We didn't even talk about any equipment or anything. We just, (laughs) we just traded, we traded stories, hunting stories, which is fun. Heck yeah. I love
1: it. That's what we usually come into our shows with our guests with no narrative and let it play out. And I think that always ends up being the best. Oh Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you gave some great tips and, and, tricks and that kind of thing and told some some really good stories and i think this is i think it's just been awesome so thank you i appreciate we'll your time ahead. and in doing the show with us and yes we i'll tell you i'd absolutely love to have you back on sometime in the not too distant future so that'd be great we'll, we'll do it
1: good we'll deal pass.
0: all right walter we'll see you later all right guys have right. a good evening you too uh-huh. goodbye see that was a really good second half. Not like the first half was bad, but the second half, I feel like he was just getting warmed up. Yes. And that was, that was good stuff. I had a bunch of people come up to me at Unicoy and say, Man, that interview with Walter was good. Can't wait to hear part two.
1: Oh, heck yeah. I. I enjoyed that. I'm kind of shocked it took us this long to get Walter on the show, and that was totally a fault of our own, so... <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you listening to this, and you think of somebody similar, like Walter Parrott, that like we should definitely be having on the show, make sure you reach out and let us know. Please.
0: Please do. Well, good deal. So, what do you think? Do you have a favor of the week this week, since we're now down to not asking for people to buy raffle tickets?
1: Yeah. Man, I don't know what else to ask now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this week's favor of the week could be what I just said. We're always looking for guests. We love having new people on the show, just like having Walter Parrott having somebody new. We, we also love having repeat guests, and we love getting suggestions from our listeners as to who they want to hear, so... We understand everybody wants to hear Kenny Mount most weeks. We got that coming for you. But who else do you guys want to hear on this podcast? We've got, I don't know, 400 some odd episodes now. I don't even remember how many. If you have someone in mind, make sure you contact us. I'm at Cameron Weddington on Instagram. You can also email me, Cameron.Weddington at gmail.com. Contact the I Am Turkey Hunting page on Facebook. Or you can email Andy at iamturkeyhunting.com, and all of those will reach us. So
0: yeah, simply I'm gonna... type out a,
1: "Hey, you should get in contact with X," or even better, "Hey, you should call so and so. Here's their number or their email, and give us a contact, and we'll do it."
0: I'm going to override Cameron. Do not message me on
1: Facebook. Okay. Now that the uh, now that the drawing's over, we're back off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing our wonderful experience that we had.
0: <laughs> Facebook has asked me to never come back and just totally screw up their platform
1: again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, second favor of the week, if you didn't go watch the live uh, dumpster fire that was on I Am Turkey Hunting Facebook, you should go check it out and get a good laugh. Oh, uh, It'll be, it's what, 20,
0: 25 minutes long, and it's mostly just a cluster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does have 807 views so we've made a lot of people happy I'm sure hopefully a lot of laughs were shared uh, I know it had to have so anyway yeah, enjoyed it guys hope y'all liked this week's episode we'll see y'all next week I don't know we've we got tons of interviews we're doing right now so I don't know who we're going to be having on next week but we'll let our Patreon members know ahead of time yes indeed alright Want going to put a fork in it Put a fork in it. Thank you guys so much
0: for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.